Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1. We were talking to the new CEO of the HSE a little earlier, Bernard Gloucester, and I see... Today, the INMO is saying that there are 634 admitted patients waiting for beds in hospitals around the country, 513 of them waiting in the emergency department, 121 are in wards elsewhere in the hospital. And I suppose that gives you a sense of the challenge that Bernard Gloucester is facing. Now, Nokia recently announced a new Android phone model. And what makes this one different to other mobile phones is that you can apparently repair it yourself. It's the Nokia G20. It has a removable back. The design means that parts can be easily unscrewed and swapped out, including the battery, the screen, the charging port. Kira mm-hmm. O'Brien is here, a technology journalist with the Irish Times and has been taking a closer look. Now, that might sound a little bit daunting, but ultimately is a good news for consumers. It is. I mean, look, if you're the type of person who likes to tinker around with things or if you know somebody, as usually people do, who's, who's kind of handy with stuff like this, this won't be a big deal, you know, to swap out a, a charging port um, or like the most common type types of problems like your smashed screen or a dodgy battery um, and I think it's it's kind of important to say first of all Nokia is not the first one to do this there has been a phone around for a, a while called the Fairphone they're onto the Fairphone 4 I have a version here called the Fairphone 3 but you got it there yeah it's um, and basically they're an Android phones like the Nokia ones but I suppose the Nokia one is that bit cheaper as well which makes it a bit more accessible but the whole point behind these phones is that you know I think people we tend to kind of upgrade our phones now. It used to be every year. People used to every year, mm-hmm. um, which when you look back on it now, it seems utterly mad. But Well, there was always a suspicion that they'd stop working yeah, properly after a certain period of this time. Kind of, there's always the, 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 the conspiracy theory that coming up to the release of a new brand of phone every year that the old ones suddenly slow up. It's not necessarily... True. I think, you know, people, you don't kind of take into account as the more you use your phone, the more stuff you load onto it, the slower it's going to get. And that happens with me frequently because mm-hmm. I think I've got 75,000 photos on mine. Uh, not an exaggeration, actually. I did check it yesterday. Um, well, most, I think most people do, you know, at, at this stage. Yeah, I mean, we, I think we just have to get better about being more, I suppose, choosy about what we have on our phones. I certainly do because there's, I'd say, about 20 different uh, copies of the same video, you know, in one case, you know, you can kind of get rid of all this stuff. But anyway, the most common kind of repairs that people need are battery. That's the other thing because batteries will only last for a certain amount of time. And it's not from when you start charging it, it's from when they're made. So even if they're sitting on a shelf or you throw it into a drawer, you know, I mean, how many times have you taken out um, a device that you haven't used maybe in about a year only to find that the battery has gone absolutely rubbish on it? Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is the kind of this is the kind of thing you're up against. Now, if we can do these repairs ourselves and if we can do them relatively cheaply, you're more likely to hang on to a device for a Longer. And it makes sense to do it because, you know, first of all, you know, we don't have the money to be wasting on, you know, new electronics every, even every two years or every three years. And we also have to get out of this cycle of, I, I keep banging this drum with friends, family, anybody who listen to me about taking the free upgrade from the networks because they're not free. You're paying for it. You're paying more every month because the cost of that phone is built into your plan. If you go SIM only, where you bring your own phone to the network, you can get a much cheaper plan, as we've seen with, say, the likes of GOMO. So GOMO do, it's, it's an air mobile network. Um, there's some other differences in that you don't get to talk to a, a real life person, you know, on the phone. If you have a problem, it's all done on web chat. But most people will do that now as a matter of course anyway. But, but what GOMO do is they, they don't give you a phone, they just give you a plan. So when they started, it was €10 Euro a month for life 
or so they say anyway, 10 euro a month for life. And then, you know, the next, so that was for the, the first however many thousand people who signed up, the next lot got it for 13 euro. And then the next lot got it for, I think it's now 15 euro. And that includes 5G if you want it. Mm-hmm. But you go and get your own phone. But you have your own phone. So it means people can bring their own phones. And that's a significant saving over what you would spend on another network if you get a handset mm-hmm. from them. So you are paying for it. And even if you go to the the different plans that the networks have and compare what you're getting with a phone compared to what you'd be paying without taking the phone. So that's why it, it makes sense to get yourself a phone that's going to last yes. a long time. Can I have a look at that phone that you brought in? So you're saying this is an alternative yeah. to this new Nokia G22 that we're talking about today. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're great. And like these can all be repaired with um, a Phillips screwdriver. Right. You don't even need to have the um grabbing the, the phone special here now. tools, you know, because part of the issue is is that look, you need to be able to get parts. Oh, I can see the back. I can yeah, see everything that's there. Where Changes in your hands, it says, and I can see how you could pop that out, pop the battery out, pop all the bits out. Now I'd be terrified to go near that. Well that's I mean that that is all very easy to replace. I mean I've taken some parts off of myself. Yeah. As I said, it's it's a it's a mini screwdriver and that's all you need. But literally all I did was take the back off that. Now if you remember going back, oh God, I'm showing my age here, but going back, you know, pre I suppose where iPhone, so post two thousand and seven, but pre iPhone becoming very, 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 very popular, mm-hmm. most phones had a back you could take off them. Now it also meant when you dropped it it exploded and the battery went everywhere. But I, I remember doing that quite frequently with um, actually a Nokia phone. Um, but you could replace bits off them. And that was, you know, that, that you could replace the battery. I mean, I have a phone. I was trying to find it today and I couldn't find it before it came out. But I do have a phone that has been sitting in a drawer. And like a lot of people, we all have these electronics sitting yeah. in our drawers. So it's been sitting in a drawer for, I'd say, about two years. And when I took it out and I charged it, the battery started to... Um, I suppose bloat was the only word what? for it. It started to bloat, yeah. So the battery has obviously gone very, very bad. Now, if I want to, I can replace that battery, but only because it, when it bloated um, and it expanded, it actually lifted the glue on the back of the phone because all these phones are either screwed or glued and I wouldn't know how to have got that phone apart otherwise. Mm-hmm. But now it's actually done it for me. I'm still kind of a bit afraid to touch it, to be honest. I'm waiting for the battery to explode. Yeah, um, I think that the life of that device is But the over. actual device itself is fine. It's only the battery. It's the battery that's the problem. And these are the kind of things that we need to be looking at. I mean, most people complain to me that the battery on their phone is rubbish and that's why they're going to upgrade the phone. The actual cost of replacing a battery, even if you were to bring it into a, a repair shop now, even if you don't have one of these super DIY repairable phones, mm-hmm. which actually the battery costs 50 euro, you can buy that. And there's a guide online to, to help you replace it. It's all very easy to do. Mm-hmm. But even if you take it into a, a, a repair shop and get a third party repair done on it, because it's obviously out of warranty at this point, um, you know, you'd be, you'd be talking between 40 and 80 euro, which is significantly cheaper than buying a new phone. Yeah. Some people, though, have day data and privacy concerns around doing that, around taking it in to a place to get it fixed. They, they're worried because we've got so much on our phones now, including, um, you know, our bank details mm-hmm. and paying for it for stuff. Well, I mean, the easy way to do that is to, I suppose, back up your phone and then factory reset it before you send it in to be fixed, mm-hmm. because that will take everything off it. And if you have uh, proper security on your phone, you know, they shouldn't really be able to get into it anyway. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I can I can totally understand the concerns on that. And it has been a concern of mine before when I've been, been sending stuff in to be repaired. But I suppose, you know, we we have an awful lot of data out there anyway. Um, and that's probably one of my, that would be one of the least concerns of mine when it comes to, you know, how much data and who has access to it, that, that the repair shops would probably be low down yeah. on my list. There are other things but we I should can, be worried about. Yeah, I, I, to I, I can totally understand that. But yeah, you know, if, if you back up the phone and then factory reset, you can restore it when you get it back. Now, this whole right to repair thing is a movement isn't it? People it is. are tired of having to go out and replace their goods whether it's for environmental reasons or cost mm-hmm. reasons. So the reason we're seeing these repairable phones is it's as a result of demand. Yes it is and look this has been going on for a long time. I mean it's you know people have been demanding the right to repair electronics because the people don't like first of all wasting money, second of all putting massive amounts of electronic waste um, into, yes. we can recycle it and that's great that we do and we do recycle quite a lot of e-waste in Ireland but then you know you think about the average person has between 15 and 20 devices according to statistics anyway about 15 to 20 devices sitting at home in a drawer unused or broken and part of that is because you know things are so cheap now I mean if you can buy um, a a set of headphones for 30 euro or wireless ones for 50 euro you're not going to think too much if they break mm-hmm. um, and you know I'm guilty of doing that myself and you know it, it is always this kind of you know obviously I write about technology and I write about all these shiny new gadgets but at the same time we do have to take into account the sustainability of them and if you do need something new yes you want to get something that's reasonably priced but it can't be so cheap that I mean I've been inside one of these wee recycling plants before it's actually scary at the amount of things that are in there. And it's stuff that you don't even think about. So all these kids' toys, you know, anything that has a battery or a, a chip inside it that has to go to recycling, you can't just throw it in the bin. So if you have, you know, electronic toys for kids, um, they have to go to recycling. The amount of cheap electronics that, I won't mention the retailer, but we've, we, most people could probably take a guess at it, that I saw on those conveyor belts, mm-hmm. where it was just people had bought them they didn't exactly live up to their expectations and they threw them in the bin. get rid of them. And, you know, that's unsustainable. Um, you know, the, the, you don't see, I suppose, we think of recycling as recycling metal and plastic, but there's minerals and uh, rare earth elements and stuff inside all of these yeah. devices that have to be recycled properly. And I've been in the, Apple have a, a recycling plant uh, in the Netherlands where they ha- use a specific machine to take apart all the iPhones. And it's amazing to watch how it does it. But you see the amount of stuff that, that goes into these phones. You know, it's not just one chip or one piece of plastic yeah, or a piece of metal. Because when you see it all being separated out, I'm sure you, you realise what's gone in there in the first place to make that and the resources that have gone in. Yeah, and like that. Rare, these rare earth metals and elements are not um, cheap. And, you know, fair, the Fairphone guys, one of the things that they do is they have fair trade certified gold. So it's not only conflict free, but, you know, people are getting paid a fair price for it because yeah. this is the other thing as well. Like all this stuff has to be made somewhere. If it's cheap, you know, who's making it? What are they getting paid? What damage is it doing to the environment to get all these? Yeah. You know, all, all, all of these elements. And the Nokia G22 then, is that a nice looking phone? It is. It's actually, you know, it looks like a normal Nokia phone. It's, you know, a lot of the phones now. I mean, like a smartphone, not like the it's original. smartphone, yeah. No, not like Nokia. the original, um, the ones that lasted forever. Yes. Like literally I saw I saw a video of one go, being rolled over by a steamroller into tarmac and it came out working. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's basically, it's just your standard block of a smartphone, you know, a mm-hmm. big screen and, you know, decent amount of, of RAM inside of it, decent amount of power inside it. So, will do most people for what they want you know because at the end of the day it's, it's all very well to have a repairable phone if it's not something that people will keep for more than two years well then you know that kind of defeats the purpose but also what people need to realise as well is that when they are buying a phone that they, 
see how long it's going to be supported for because there was no point in you buying, spending out money buying a, 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 a an ethical phone or, you know, a phone that you think will last you for five years only to find out two years down the line it's actually run out of updates. Yes. And it's run out of security updates which is more important than the operating system updates. Kira, thank you very much. I'll give you back your fair phone. We'll get you in with a Phillips screwdriver the next time to show <laughs> us how to take all the bits out. Thank you very much. That's Kira O'Brien there from the Irish Times. On tomorrow's programme, the spinal surgeon Derek Cawley will be here to talk back pain and amongst other things we're going to be discussing how sleep can relate to those issues. So do you sleep on your side, on your front, on your back and how might that sleeping position relate to any back pain problems you might have? Derek's going to be addressing that and other back pain issues with us so do email your questions in todaycb at rte.ie We'll be back after this break. Text 51551 Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.